Welcome or welcome back to another day of inspiration. My name is Kitty and I'm interviewing everyday life changers like you. I'm so excited for this season because I feel like everybody, not just celebrities, not just people who are well known, but I believe that everybody has a story. And so this season I'm taking the time out to interview people I feel like are changing lives every day with the things that they're doing or with the things that they're putting out. And so today I'm interviewing Coco. She is a creator, motivational speaker, business owner, and holistic nutritionist. So, without further ado, let's welcome her on. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for inviting me. So, for the listeners, I want to introduce Coco. She is a motivational speaker, business owner, creator, and holistic nutritionist. Wow, hats off and congratulations, all those titles. so as a holistic nutritionist what led you to that to becoming a holistic nutritionist uh for me personally it was me being sick and being Mm -hmm. poor in health not being able to you know eat how everybody else eats and stuff because it would directly affect my well-being so I really didn't have a choice honestly (laughs) Right. Okay. So as a creator, I know like I see some of the things you create on Facebook, but what are some of the things that you do create and what do you create with? Honestly, I create everything. I grew up in a way where I had to learn how to make, if I wanted something, I had to learn how to make it on my own. So Mm -hmm. I make clothes I make cleaning products I make little trinkets and just literally everything that I decided to make a business out of making things since I just been so equipped with learning how to you know build and create with my hands so it's literally anything I feel like I can make under the sun (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got to do what you got to do. And so that's like that, that. That's amazing. Like to be that to be every to become everything that you need. Like that's just amazing. So yeah. have you ha, oh, I'm sorry. Have you lived in um a lot of places? Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't lived in a lot of states more so as I moved around a lot. I didn't have like that stable childhood. So we moved around a lot as a child all over to different cities. And um, then, yeah, so I've lived in, like, New York, like, Virginia, other places like North Carolina and stuff. Just I was just all over the place. We were always moving. We, it was never stable and settled. <laughs> it was always right. like um, in situations where you are in a negative environment or around negative people, how did you learn how to thrive in environments and situations like that? To be honest, I didn't feel like I was thriving when I was younger. It was awkward and it was just, it was a lot. Like, to do yeah. <laughs> it really wasn't um, until I got older and I was able to realize like growing up in the struggle and doing all of that that I did do actually helped me to become a well-versed person, you know, as an adult, you know, after mm-hmm. I 
son and all of that. But in the midst of it, it was not, it was weird. Like it was a lot. I never, I was weird too though, I guess. Cause I liked, like I used to get bullied and stuff at school. It was weird. Cause you know, you're the new girl always. And mm-hmm. it's like, um, but I, I always still wanted to go to school, you know, like it was weird. Like kind of like people would get bullied and they don't want to go. But it's me. It's like, I know I'm gonna get bullied, but I still wanted to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a day <laughs> it was weird I don't know I kind of like um I don't know that pain like it's a weird thing with pain you know people have an attraction to like pain like even like physical bodily pain and stuff like that like getting tattoos and stuff but for me it's like that pain that feeling it kind of like I used to crave it even though it was not it was not great you know what I'm saying yeah like it built character inside and i mean that's really what mattered <laughs> the most yeah and then so did you have like a good role model growing up like anybody to look up to or was you the one that had to take on that role um no i don't really feel like i had a good role model i feel like i um you know as far as my mom it's a lot of things she taught me not to do <laughs> you know so <laughs> things that I realized and heard that I was just like okay I'm gonna do the opposite of what that that is that you doing right now yeah. <laughs> um and uh but I mean all in all she did teach us love like if it wasn't nothing else we didn't have nothing else at all we did always have love so that was cool but other than that there wasn't no adult in my life that I truly looked up to like oh I want to be like you it was kind of like my mom had friends who were more stable and I was like oh yeah I mean I wish I had that you know but it was <laughs> me wanting to really be like them so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you have a son and you homeschool them so did you get any and him sorry did you backlash did you get any backlash when it came to like the decision to homeschool your son um no I didn't because it's kind of private you know yeah. um as far as that is concerned it was just something that I had uh came up with because he was in school he went to like daycare and preschool and stuff like that and we moved from New York before he went to kindergarten and then I was just like you know it's just yeah time like it's no <laughs> putting him through that so I don't really receive backlash from it my family everybody knows that he's homeschooled most people think like homeschooled kids are antisocial or something but that's really not the case <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> that's funny. so as so as a mom like how are you raising your son different than you was raised boy like I mean I, I I definitely try to make sure that he has, which I guess is like a good thing. It's a good thing. I guess I wouldn't say it's a good and a bad thing because it's, it's just all good. You want your children to have. You don't want them to have to go through what you went through, although going through what I went through made me strong. That's not his story. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't beat him. You know, I don't belittle him. I don't take my anger out on him when things aren't going my way you feel me I let him speak 
you know, I make sure that his throat chakra is open, that he is able to express. It's no really like, I mean, there's a balance between like a child's thing and a child's place or whatever. But at the same time, mm -hmm. like, you know, he has feelings. He's allowed to feel. He's he's going through the motions too. So it's not like a, oh, silence, children should be seen, not heard type of thing. Like, it's not that type of situation that we have going on so I feel like it's more he gets to be he's free you know he doesn't have everything in the world but he doesn't want for anything like especially not any necessities um yeah and yeah like it's that's pretty much just that's different <laughs> it's, it's, yeah that's like that is like super different than especially how I was raised <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> have some similarities as well and how we were um, being brought up, even though we've never really gotten to the extensiveness of talking about it. But yeah, definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> but it's healing, though. We're healing. We come from a different type of generation. You know, we were saying, I was saying the other day, like, you know, our grandparents and stuff, they were still going through that slave time, just now getting free, just now going through the segregation or desegregation and all that. And then mm -hmm. they were they were amidst the trauma, even though a lot of them don't talk about it, our grandparents and great grandparents. And then their kids, like our mothers and fathers were completely like, you know, kind of messed up in the head because they were being raised by people who had just went through so much traumatic experiences. You know, mm -hmm. then the next generation, they had us and now we're healing and we're doing all this work and now we're doing it better for our children now this next generation like so they don't have to be raised off of trauma and survival skills and stuff like that you know so it's kind of yeah. it's simmering down like we're learning and we're maneuvering <laughs> yes <laughs> this next generation is going to be set because a lot of us are coming into that period where we're waking up and we're actually like making the changes that our parents didn't make or couldn't make so yeah. that's amazing for us but yeah so it's dope because now these kids they get they're going to be able to inherit things and they're going to be they're going to be having so they don't really have to start from the bottom now we just going is like a whole correction of the world that we live in in general and that's happening right now so exactly that's <laughs> <laughs> like they're uh, the the I'm just so glad that they're gonna be good. Like, like just know all this hard work that me, you, and everybody else who is working to break these sites, like we are putting in the work. This yeah. is like not easy. It's but that said, <laughs> how did you find a way to balance work and your home life? Girl, it's hard. <laughs> it is, it's a lot to try and balance it. I wouldn't even say like, oh, I've mastered it. It's completely balanced, um, but we do, we do, we make it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, some days, especially with homeschooling now and the things that my son is learning, being very hands on um, as far as teaching him. Some days I don't really get to do much work, so I'll get up early and make sure I package out my packages. And then for the whole day, I'm probably doing you know, homeschooling with him now. And then later on in the day, I'll get to do something with work if I feel like it, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> you know, work and finding schedules. Like, you, it's it's no real way. Like, you really just got to find a schedule around, you know, how you work it out and how you do it. 
Cause it's, it's a lot. It's, and I'm, I don't, I'm not, I don't have like a perfect schedule. Like, even though I try to create like that routine, it does, the routine doesn't always stick, you know, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we make it work and we're making progress and we, you know, either way things are getting done, you know, I'm getting done what I need to get done as far as work is concerned. And he's making the milestones and getting done what he needs to get done as far as development inside of um, schoolwork. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's not, <laughs> not routine or nothing. It's, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I definitely do. The schedules be having me shook. Like I'm like I I'm trying. Like this, this. it's so much, right? And you're so <laughs> it, it is different. It's all different curriculums, you know. Yeah. Ooh, because I be over here on this curriculum. Like, wow, this is a lot. And even to mm-hmm. yeah, to make it from scratch by yourself is a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's different because I'm not like you know some people do homeschooling different. <laughs> I'm not connected to any like of the homeschooling mm-hmm. or anything like that. So everything is from scratch, you know, lesson yeah. working it out. And I know you do it like that as well. So mm-hmm. it, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it, it definitely. <laughs> so in the business aspect, when you are faced with projection or when you are creating and you face with self-doubt, how do you handle that? Uh, well, I realized that it really stems from within, you know, so it's been times, especially, especially <laughs> this summer <laughs> where I've, um, I've taken a big break from doing certain type of work. Like once you get into business for yourself, everybody goes about it differently. I went about it a very amateur way, you know, like, so <laughs> It was like, you know, I realized like, okay, I don't, you know, doing products is a lot of work, you know, individual orders and, you know, mm-hmm. like a sole proprietor or the only, the only owner of an LLC is like, uh, you know, you're doing everything, your customer service, you're, you're this, you're that, you're the packager, you're the distributor, you're the, the finance person. It's a lot. So I've been yeah. out more of what works for me in terms of helping me to work smarter and not harder. Cause when I first started it, I was just like, Oh, I'm just not working for nobody else anymore. I'm gonna do whatever it takes, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and now that I've been into it, it's like, let me work smarter instead of harder now, like, um, and do things that work. And once you figure out what your business is and what you do, you can kind of, you get a grasp of like, what'll work and flow better for you which is dope. So when I'm faced with things like that, I kind of just go within or I kind of just take a break and uh, regroup and revamp and redo things and figure out, you know, how things need to be done. And as far as rejection is concerned, you know, whatever is for you will never miss you. So I never really, you know, trip about that with people and prices and this, that, and the third. It's just like, you know, I, I I be caring less, <laughs> like a yeah, lot. right <laughs> um, about a lot of that. <laughs> so, what do you enjoy most about what you do? I enjoy the freedom, mm-hmm. the freedom of just not having to like if I'm having a mo- a month where 
I'm not getting up early. I'm getting up at nine and 10 because I'm tired. That is okay. You know, like <laughs> when I was in New York and I was in school and, you know, we was getting, I was getting up at four or 5 a.m. so that we could get on the bus to go to the train to go to the city you know to go to school all day and not get home until like five or six so I'd be spending 13 hours out the day like four of the hours was just travel alone you know and, you know and I get home and I'm pooped and it's like and I had to I didn't have no treats I had to follow that schedule so now it's like I'm free to do whatever I want that's why I was like we're not so so stuck on routines i write down things to get done for the week and i make sure that they get done for the week or if it's something that needs to get done in a day i make sure that it gets done in that day but as far as creating a full routine i don't really like to i don't sometimes constrict myself to that because you never know how the day gonna flow like yes. <laughs> so yeah that's what I had to learn too. Like <laughs> the day, like you can make the plans, but what if the day don't? And then my just because something didn't go right, like I'm just like, oh my god, like no, I had it written down. Right, you're, and I had to let that go. <laughs> yeah, you really do. And you know, another thing that somebody told me that was smart, but also still it kind of plays a hand. But also, if you were trying to be more helpful with it, instead of planning your day the day before when you're not even in the energy of the day yet wait till you wake up that day and then plan it but still it might not work because the day will still flow how it flows from the beginning of the day to the end of the day that's hours apart so <laughs> no but um yeah for me what works is um just making sure that i write stuff down like this needs to be done this needs to be done this needs to be done this week this needs to be done this week and then just making sure that we get through it um sometime throughout uh, the week, you know, as opposed to trying to just plan the day. That's how I make sure that I'm getting, still being on top of things, but also not putting so much pressure on myself. Cause I also will feel down like, Oh, I'm not getting this done and kind of beating myself up when it's something that I really didn't have control over in the first place. Right. <laughs> okay. That's like, exactly. That's literally what I'm coming up, coming up out of and learning. So now, as pertains to like other people and just basically just based off viewing people and observing people, what would you say is the reason why people fail or give up before they see their success? Oh, because it, the fact of the matter that it is a lot of work. And for some people, for me included sometimes, because I know that I, I personally feel like I could be more productive, like I could get more things done, but because mm -hmm. I have freedom and the leisure you know sometimes you have those days you're like oh well I did that now time to rest for the day it's like girl you got hours you could be doing some other <laughs> you feel me like mm -hmm. <laughs> be like you got that one thing done rest for the day so it, it you really have to find a balance because when you're stuck inside of the corporate world or just the working for somebody else world you have to be on time. You have to do this. You have to do that. And to go from having to do things in order to maintain to being so free inside of schedule, you have to find a balance because some people just become lazy. It's, it's a lot of work and planning and working things out to figure out how to thrive. And some people 
don't be in a space where they're actually ready to put that work in. You have to be paying attention. You have to be analytical. You have to realize what's working for you and what's not working for you. You know what I'm saying? So that you're not just making dumb mistakes over and over again. Like it, it takes a lot of brain power. It definitely takes a lot. And if you're somebody who's primarily lazy and don't listen to self and, you know, like you might just fall off and it's been in me I've been thinking like oh this is a lot maybe I just go and get a little job real quick just to make sure I can get money in but it's like no I need to be confident in the fact that I can attract abundance and if I make sure that I'm putting my time into what actually matters you feel me make sure that I'm actually taking advantage of my days instead of doing a little bit and then relaxing for hours throughout the day because I can you feel me because I could So I feel like that that be it. Like people just it's a it's just a lot that goes with it. It's a complete it's the complete opposite of what you're used to. And you have to find a balance. You still gotta be your boss. Now you don't have a boss anymore, but you still gotta be your boss. So you still have to enforce things and you know you always got the little devil's advocate. So you trying to enforce things and you got the you that's like, hey, <laughs> you know do it later and then you right do it's not <laughs> right and then you got the you that's like no but seriously this needs to get done and who, who are you gonna let you know dictate it you feel me? so uh that like it's it i mean it just takes a lot of mental work and power and um you have to be ready for it. And, you know, sometimes I find myself like, oh, I need an accountability partner or something like that. It never really works out because you have to be really your accountability partner unless you're with somebody. You know what I'm saying? That lives yeah. with you, really near you. You feel me? Like you have to hold yourself accountable. So it be that the discipline and all of that, like you really, you have to get that in check in order to really thrive because it's, I mean, it's, the time is not waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so as a creator and all the other a holistic nutritionists and a business owner, what skills do you think are most important for someone interested doing what you're doing or something similar? What skill? Um, well, being teachable is important. Mm, that's a big one <laughs> yes like I I realized that you know I am the teacher but I am also the student and also not we we tend to just take knowledge and be like oh this is the holy grail because we read it or we saw it or somebody renowned said that this is what it is and that's what it is like as far as nutrition you know a lot of people well, the biggest known person, even though there's a lot of other, even, you know, colored people who have done nutrition, holistic nutrition, the big one is Dr. Sabi. That's all over the internet. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, some people just take what he did and what he said, like, oh, this is the holy grail. This is the only thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. this is right. And you're just like, you're preaching and you're just copying what he said. But did you actually study that for yourself did you test it out for yourself did you try it for yourself like when i receive knowledge i i am like the scientist i am the experiment you feel me so anything that i read anything that i absorb 
I make sure that I test it out as opposed to just taking other people's knowledge and then just being like, this is it. And now I'm going to just take over his teachings of what he taught, you know, but times since he passed away, things have changed. So it's plenty of times that, you know, the list has been redone, the alkaline list and all of this stuff has been, you know, because you have to continue to study it and continue to go Mm -hmm. So that's another thing, being teachable, actually experimenting for yourself, like um, with things. And as far as being creative, you really have to um, get right within because you won't, if you're not truly like right within, like mentally, psychologically, spiritually, you're not going to be able to thrive how you want to. So part of your business, the biggest part of your business is you. Like, um, and so making sure that you are good, because when I wasn't in, in a state of, you know, where I am now, I wasn't building abundance like I am now. I had healing to do. I had things to go through. And that's why I'd be so quick to be like, all right, I'm going to take a break real quick because I know that I can keep trying, you know, to um, be productive. But if I'm not if I'm not right in the head and stuff like that, then I'm not even going to be able to really create at my best and optimal. I'm not going to be able to have the greatest ideas, you know, so taking care of yourself in the line of creation and experimenting for yourself in the line of like nutrition and holistic health, like studying those herbs for yourself and stuff. Um, and then uh, just being teachable. Yes, that was was super good. You hit every point. Like, that was good. (laughs) Yes. So what accomplishment in your own life are you most proud of? Hmm. What am I most proud of? Ah, Let's think. I don't need, like, what am I most proud of? I should have been prepared for this question, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I'm really just proud all over the board. Like, there's no real one thing that I can say, like, oh, this is my greatest accomplishment, but just everything in general, you know, because when I was, my greatest accomplishment was, you know, graduating high school with my son and, you know, and getting my first job and doing this. And then my greatest accomplishment was like, oh, first getting my, my first, um, you know, place after being in the shelter and going through that whole system. And then my biggest accomplishment, you know, so it's like, the, yeah. <laughs> they just keep going and going. Yes. Just huge accomplishments. And I like to recognize, take the time to recognize just where I came from on a daily. I have so many because at different points in my life, those were the biggest things, you know, like I couldn't be mm-hmm. this first. <laughs> that and then do that right now I say my biggest accomplishment is me being able to um build abundance naturally you know so I'm to a state now where it's like oh I don't really I don't worry like I don't worry about will I be able to pay this or will this happen or will this happen those aren't even thoughts that crossed my mind, even though I'm smart about how I maneuver with my finances. Don't get me wrong, but um, <laughs> but I'm not worried, you know. And that's yeah. 
because I grew up where finance was always a worry. And even when I first started my business, it was like finance was a worry and being able to afford this or to afford that. And now I'm not there anymore. I'm to a space where I'm confident that um, I can and will and do um, handle my finances greatly and am able to do what I need to do and buy what I need to buy and pay what needs to be paid. So that's a good feeling. Yes, that security <laughs> and the stability, like, yes. So what is the worst advice you've ever been given, if you've ever been given bad advice? Hmm. Um... More recently, something I can think of the worst advice is like, um, you know, somebody kind of just telling you like, uh, just do this instead. Like, just do this. Like, just like I've been having, I've had someone tell me like, just work on stocks and put all your time into stocks instead of <laughs> instead of fulfilling your life purpose. You know, and it's kind of yeah. just and do that you know like <laughs> even if I try to it's like I won't be into it because right now I'm not doing this like I'm not particularly doing all of this because I want to I do enjoy it at times but there was certain things everything in my life led me up to where I am you know and it hasn't been easy at all you know like uh sometimes mm-hmm it's not fair you feel me that I was kind of forced to be in the position that I'm in now you know whether I wanted to or not it was like this is had to be um (laughs) there was no leeway so um that like sometimes people try to get you to work on something else to you know in the with the soul um, the sole purpose being what to make money or to get rich mm-hmm. that's not my purpose and I tried even you know to take that advice and it didn't you know? so like work on your purpose do what you and you know you first you got to figure out what it is and you're gonna go through a lot of different things before you figure out what your purpose is I went through mm-hmm. <laughs> I was out here like I know I always knew like I'm destined to be great and anything that I do I did it amazing I'm like why is it taking so long that's like when I was uh, modeling I was like yo I know I can be a supermodel like I know I can I was putting all of my time into modeling and really wondering like why haven't I been discovered as yet like what is taking so long you feel me because I know It's just like, girl, because you ain't meant to be just walking around in high heels and looking cute and doing photo shoots. That might be somebody else's life purpose and something that they were meant to do, but that was not what was for you, you know? Yeah. Did you actually enjoy modeling? Did you enjoy that life? Uh, yeah, it's fun, but it's a lot. It's it's more work than people think, honestly. (laughs) work especially before you get like uh you know booked to an agency and stuff like that is crucial it's a lot because it's a lot of like eh, you know you got to go to bookings and and being in new york that life is like 
pop, 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 like, like mm-hmm. literally. So it's like eh, all the time I'm bookings, trying to get cat going to castings and bookings and rehearsals and shows and you know it's it is exhausting <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. It is exhausting and you're getting judged a lot just purely based on your beauty and your skill. You know how good can you pose or take a picture, or walk a runway? You know, and that's. Yeah as well um is crucial so <laughs> yeah like it's not something like i realized like okay that's not my purpose but it was fun while it lasted and then maybe i'll do more modeling and stuff like that but not like how i was doing it before <laughs> yeah <laughs> so as far as your legacy goes what legacy do you want to leave behind Oh, I think I honestly think I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking like, I feel like aside from money and uh, resources as far like land and, you know, all that good stuff, I think I'm going to write a book for each of my children as I have and um, as I study them and kind of figure out what I you know think that their purpose is you know and what I believe that they are here for I'm gonna kind of just tell them like just based on what I know like you know you are not I'm gonna lift them up and we'll let them know my observations of them I'm gonna let them know like these are the character traits that I saw very strong in you from young and I'm gonna let them know like this is not what you want to do as far as this world is concerned and yeah. like um you know my myself and my direct kin we have an intolerance to synthetic everything so whereas you know some people can eat meat and you know processed stuff and you know grocery food cereal and cookies and all that stuff our bodies have an intolerance to that um you know and i learned that the hard way because <laughs> we <laughs> both in here sick just from eating like how everybody else eat you know you know so just letting them know things like that giving them the rundown a little guide and as I'm teaching them already you know in the process just so that they have something so that when I'm not here it's like wow this is what was already discovered this is what I already know you feel me this is that's gonna be awesome they don't have to start from the bottom like like we started from the bottom (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's pretty much what i want to leave behind that knowledge um yeah that would be dope i know they're gonna be like look what mommy left like look my blueprint basically like that's gonna be sweet right it was this was so amazing like we are wrapping it up but before we do can you share one random fun fact about you? Random fun fact about me. Let's see. I I love to swim. I don't know if that's really oh. Yeah, I learned how to swim. Most people would be thinking like, oh, black people can't swim, which is a really weird misconception. But <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to swim at a very long, a very young age. And um 
I love, 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 love to swim. Like it is amazing. Um, although I've never been a water person, like a water type, <laughs> but um, swimming is something that is calming and peaceful and just fun to me. Like that's my ideal good day right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you swim do you swim good enough to teach someone else i need to learn uh yeah like if you yeah like because i don't think swimming is hard at all like um however i have realized recently this summer that you know i can swim like the technique is there but i need to learn how to swim faster like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't i need to learn some more techniques or just practice on actually swimming faster but as far as just the technique of learning how to swim i feel like it's pretty simple i could teach that um i tried to but they were they were funny <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it was, oh my gosh, like I enjoyed talking to you. You answered those questions effortlessly and congratulations on all that you do. And so I'm sending you and wishing you so much success and growth in your life and life endeavors. Yes, I'm sending you and wishing you the same. Thank you very much. Thank you. This space, this was fun. Yes. So until next time, I'll be seeing you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.